Episode 79, the RTK 2022 NFL Mock Draft. The draft is two days away. We've been waiting for this. Eric is just chomping at the bit right now. Mm -hmm. Because this noise will finally be heard by millions on Thursday night. It's music. It, it's it's music to my ears, and there's also that when they're playing the highlights. I've been practicing that all day. Uh, but draft season, man, that has been a like legit a thing for me forever. Like when the draft was two days, my weekend was Saturday. You know, you got your first, second, and third round, and then Sunday was the fourth, fifth. You know, the rest of the draft. Um, and uh, I apparently was a loser in high school and would would watch would would watch the draft on on Saturday and Sundays. But um, it's uh, it's exciting, you know. I, for some reason, I've just realized that we can actually do mock draft simulations. So this is actually the first time I've done it. I've always kind of like done it on my own, but this is the first time I've like legit done it through an app. I did it through Pro Football Network. Pro. Yeah, Pro Football Network. Yeah, so shout out to them. They have a really easy draft simulator that I used. Um, and uh, just to pre- the just to preface it on this draft that I did, we kind of decided not to do any trades. Every no draft, trades. there's there's going to be trades. So take all take this all with a grain of salt. Um, but uh, I feel confident that you know if there was no trades happening, these picks could land. I think somewhat close, but again, the draft is so that's the fun thing about the draft. It's like, especially this one, it's like last year we were clear cut pick. It was Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars this year. We're, we're hearing different things. So I think a lot of things well, are going to happen. Last last year, people were doing, you were do, your average Joe could do one through 10, basically eh, one through eight. And it was like a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, this will definitely be uh, one of the more interesting drafts of, of late, and um, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get after it. So we're we're gonna we're gonna here bring you the uh, the rating the kingdom 2022 mock draft by the coach. And uh, dun, 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 dun. sorry, and, one more just to kick it yeah, off. One more just to take it off. Kick it off. So with the first pick in the uh, 2022 NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to sign. Aiden Hutchinson are going to draft, excuse me, Aiden Hutchinson, and they're going to sign him eventually too. D-end, edge rusher from Michigan. Um, you know, Hutchinson came back his uh, his senior season and just dominated. Um, broke his his dad's sack record, which is a, a cool thing. He had like, I think, two or three sacks against Ohio State to get that done. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of talk between um, Trent Baalke and Chad Kahn. One of them likes Hutchinson, one of them likes, likes Trayvon Walker. Uh, I think they go with Hutchinson. I think he's a, uh, I think he's a franchise level DN. Obviously, if you're picking someone number one, he's got to be. You team him up with Josh Allen. Um, you know, Doug Peterson's a new coach down there in, in Jacksonville. Um, you know, hopefully they're going to move things finally in the right direction. I think they've been saying that for the last twenty years, but um, we will see what happens. But yeah, I'm going to go Aiden Hutchinson, number one pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And not to slow us down, but just thank you because this whole PFF's new thing that Trayvon Walker um, from uh, Georgia is going to be 100% the number one pick overall, and it's just it's just not happening. Yeah, so no, I, I don't think it's going to happen. It's not happening. You go with the surefire stud DN, and while 
Trayvon may have a higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go with what I know is going to produce, and that's Sacks, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. Yep, yep. And 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 oddly enough, so for my second pick, when we're talking about Trayvon Walker, uh, I actually have um, the Detroit Lions picking Trayvon Walker. Uh, Dan Campbell, I think, would love uh, if Aiden Hutchinson did fall. Okay. Um, he's a Michigan guy, would fit in perfectly with that Detroit um, mentality of their defense. But Trayvon Walker does have huge upside. Um, Dan Campbell is obviously a very much a defensive coach. Um, I think he could definitely improve. I mean, Detroit needs so many things. You know, they have two first-round picks. Um, you know, they obviously could use a quarterback. Um, but, you know, Jared Goff probably is not the answer. But this draft, we don't have – the quarterbacks like we've had in the past. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Walker here. I think he's, he can potentially be a game changer on the defensive line. And um, I think he will, uh, I think he will do good things, good things in Detroit. I think they're on their way up. Um, So uh, I'm going to take it, Brendan, that you think that that is a good pick and that is good with me. Uh, With the third pick I am taking, I, I, I arguably think probably one of the most, um, talented guys in this draft um and he's you know he dominated the combine his pro days and it's one of those guys that you don't Cincinnati football had a great year this year obviously um we made it to the BCS playoffs but uh Ahmed Sauce Gardner man this dude is untouchable and going to the Texans we obviously know the Texans need a lot of help he will instantly make their secondary better be a shutdown guy um they think they might have their quarterback in Davis Mills. Now you got to just build up that defense. And then, you know, they have two first round picks too, right? So I think Sauce Gardner, give me a game changer down there in Houston. Um, okay. So now for the New York Jets, um, I have them picking KV on Thibodeau, who, you know, preseason was by most accounts, you know, most people thought the top pick in the draft. Um, uh, I think he fits in perfect in New York, uh, a good edge rusher for them. Uh, you got to be able to get to the quarterback in the uh, in the AFC East. Uh, you know, Mac Jones, Josh Allen, um, Tua. You know, uh, you got to be able to get to the quarterback. That's, I mean, that's 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 you say that in any division, right? But I think Kavion yeah. Thibodeau in New York. Um, Pair him up with Carl Lawson. Yeah, Carl Lawson. Could be nice. Yeah, and and you you know. Thibodeau seems like that guy who wants the bright lights, wants all the attention. Um, you're yes. going to New York, dude. You know what I mean? What What more can you ask for? Um, right. So Technically Jersey, which Jersey, is Jersey, right. But- yeah, it's, it's, same thing, same thing. So I think KV on Thibodeau there would be a great pick. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just – this draft is just, you know, obviously very heavy on like your um, – on your D-line, O-line – um, so that's what a lot of these, I think these, these first round picks are going to go. There'll probably be some reaches too, but we just don't have, we have the receivers, but th- that's about it when it comes to offense minus the O-line. Um, so, uh, pick five is a, another New York team and I have the giants picking Evan Neal. Um, you know, you see with like a team like the Colts, you see it with a team like the Dallas Cowboys, like building up that offensive line is so key and having an opportunity to get a game changer like Evan Neal, whether he plays left tackle or he plays right tackle. Andrew Thomas, I believe, was their guy they drafted last year, correct? The the Giants. Is that was it was his Andrew Thomas? It was he was a he was a guy out of Georgia. Um I'm bl- I thought that was two 
to uh, it was two drafts ago. They went. They went. Uh, Eli- what was it? Elijah Tucker. Was that last season? Elijah Vera Tucker. That no. Elijah Vera Tucker's on the Jets. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm totally backwards. You're right. You're right. That is who they drafted. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, for you get two bookends at, at left tackle and right tackle. That's huge. You know, now, hey, Daniel Jones, like you have somebody that's going to give you some time to throw the ball. This is this is a make or break year. They have a week to pick up his fifth year option. So um, mm, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, no. I mean, I, for, for me, I would say just go out and prove it because he's like a twenty two million dollar cap hit. Like, go prove it, man. And if you get if you do good, then you're going to get paid. So, I mean, to put up and not to slow you down, but if. The Jets did not take Thibodeau. Do you think the Giants would have taken him? Yes. Yeah, I, I do. I, yeah. I do. A hundred percent. You know, um, I think at, the, at five, there's no offensive player to really pick. And the Giants obviously have enough receivers and running backs and stuff that they need to get people on the line, whether it's defense or offense. Um, so I actually have the Giants getting a defender here in a little bit. So, um, so uh, for the Carolina Panthers, um, the Panthers – are a team that um, they need a lot of help too, right? They uh, they definitely need a quarterback, um, but they uh, I just don't think these quarterbacks are are worthy of a top you know a top six top ten selection. I, I don't think. I mean, I've heard rumors about uh, Carolina trading back, which I could see. Um, but at six, I just don't think any of these guys are worth it, especially with the QBs coming out next year and whatnot. I know you can't just kind of base everything on next year because you don't want to purposely suck and get a quarterback, but I just don't think Pickett, Willis, or any of these guys are worth the six pick. I, j- I just don't. So I haven't picked – I have been picking Akeem – I can – I hopefully I can say this right. Akeem Aquanu, who, you know, between – Akeem Aquanu. Akeem Aquanu, yep, from North Carolina Ikey, State. Uh you know, walk down that left side of the left side of the field, man, and, and get get your franchise left tackle now. Uh, can worry about a quarterback in the future. You have people on the roster. You can also trade back and, and get somebody later in the first round if you think that that's um, going to be something that that you want to do. But get that left tackle in there so he can he can kind of be that bookend that you need. So I like Akeem Aquanu. Him and Evan Neal are pretty much neck and neck in my race as far as like the best excuse me, the best offensive tackle in this draft is. Um, so I think it's kind of a coin flip, but uh, I think Carolina is happy that they get him here at six. And I think he, like I said, solidifies that left side of the field for them. Um, I agree. And let's just, just before we start rapid firing through these, just that one I think is a perfect example of the Cardinal rule of drafting is you don't pick for need. You go with the best possible player available. He's the best offensive lineman left. They need to beef up the O line for whatever yeah, team I mean, they get in the future. Even for, even for Christian McCaffrey, if he can stay healthy, like you know, imagine yep. McCaffrey having a really good left tackle. You know that that'll help him. So that'll help Carolina as well too. Um, exactly. So at the seventh pick, I have the Giants picking on the D line. I have him picking oh. Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. Um, I think this dude is a stud. Um, he he transferred to Florida State his senior year. I think he was at Georgia before. Um, Really made a name for himself. Um, can get to the quarterback. That's what, had a great senior great, goal. That's where it really, really yep. flashed. And like we talk about, you know, you got to have an edge rusher. You got to have a good, good tackle. Got to have a good secondary guy. Got to have a good, good quarterback if you want to win. So they get their good edge rusher, Jermaine Johnson. They take advantage of the the trade with the Bears. Um, 
and they yeah they get their they get their one of their franchise ends uh, DNs um, here at number seven. Um, so the Falcons, they could go a lot of different ways, right? Um, I could see them trading. They could go anyway. They could go anyway. Yeah, anyway. They, they need they need a lot of help. But uh, I got them picking Garrett Wilson. I, I've seen uh, a fair amount of wow. other people. Uh, linking them to Garrett Wilson. I've heard, you know, Drake London. There's a lot of different, you know, these wide receivers are all very close and all very, um, could go either way, but I'm going to go Garrett Wilson gives, uh, you know, Marcus Mariota, another weapon to have. Um, and why am I blanking on the tight end? They just drafted last year. Um, Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts, you know, they, they be able, they're able to form a pretty, you know, pretty good tandem. Garrett Wilson, Kyle Pitts, Pitts is on an island right now. He's doing, He's doing it, it all. You know, so it, told, it helps, I, it helps I like bring him up a little bit. And, uh, you know, just throwing out there, Garrett Wilson might be a really sneaky good fantasy pick this year. Um, so number nine. So this is kind of like one of my surprises. And uh, kind of doing researches, research and, and listening to a lot of NFL radio. I have the Seahawks picking Jordan Davis. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I've seen a, I've seen a lot of people say not a lot of people, but I've heard some Seahawks inter- insiders saying they love this dude. Um, they really think he can be an absolute game changer on the defensive line. Um, and uh, yeah, I have Jordan Davis going to the Seahawks at nine. What do you think about that? Just totally beefing up the uh, the D line yeah, ex- for the Seahawks. Going with yeah. wow, yeah, Jermaine Jermaine Johnson, Jordan. I mean, two wrecking balls. I, I actually really like it. I mean, why not? Like you have, they actually do have like the offensive pieces. They're really like, maybe they need to grab a running back in the second or third, but yeah, the, the um, Seahawks. Yeah. But yeah, they, they still have, still have some weapons on offense, you know, as long as DK and, and those boys don't get traded. Um, I think Jordan Davis helps solidify that defensive line and helps get them better too. So uh, at, no, I like at, at 10, this pains me to say, cause this is a guy that we talked about in our wide receiver episode that I would love the Kansas city chiefs to have. Uh, so I have the Jets picking Jameson Williams. Um, you team him up with Elijah Moore. Um, the uh, the Jets have a great offensive line. Uh, give uh, Zach Wilson and uh, Lisa Wilson something to cheer cheer for. Um, oh, helps boy. make that offense just that much better. Because, um, you know, New York's about glitz and glamour, man. If you have those two wide receivers, Elijah Moore, you got Jameson Williams – got Zach Wilson. He got some firepower there in New York now um, and, and and can make things interesting. So I like Jameson Williams going to the Jets. I don't I don't like that, but that's that's the pick I made. Um, and then this pick right here, I have. Can I, can I stop yeah. here real quick right there? So when we talked about receivers just two days ago, the only reason I think Jameson Williams would not go there, the Jets may be so tempted to take him, but Robert Sala needs to win or at least be competitive now. So if you know Jameson I, isn't going to be healthy till week one in November, I, I don't know who's going to fill that. You know, void, you know? I, I don't know if there's anyone else that's going to like make them that much better. You know, for for eight weeks, um, you know, or six weeks, whatever it's going to be. Um, I, and I don't think Robert Sala's job's in jeopardy. Um, I think you know they get they do give you a lot of chances. Up yeah, there in New York. Yeah, and then the I Jets, think they yeah. have to give him a couple of years to build it up. I mean, he just had Zach Wells in a rookie quarterback last year, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. So this is what I think one of the steals of the draft. He goes to a great coach, not a great organization, but I got Kyle Hamilton going to the Washington Commanders. Um, you know, help solidify that secondary. Uh, you know, uh, a ball hawk safety who can really just 
you know, his tape, um, he's got great tape, you know, his, his combine workouts weren't the best, but you know, his in-game video, his tape is, 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 is outstanding. I think Kyle Hamilton going to the commanders would be, would be huge. And like I said, he's a, he seems like a Ron Rivera guy. He's smart. He's a Notre Dame grad. Um, and, uh, I think him going to the commanders would be great for them. Um, what do you think about that? At 10, it's a great, I think it's a great value. At 11, too. yeah. I mean, we, we like, saw, I mean there's thoughts, yeah, there's thoughts 11, about him going me, to the yeah. top five. So who knows? Yeah, we heard three, three to the three Texans to the has Texans. been mocked yep, since yep. And then, December. Yeah. So great, great yep. for them. And then at 12, the Vikings, uh, Austin's favorite team. Uh, I have them picking Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, from LSU. I was waiting to see where Stingley was going to yeah, fall. Yeah, so me. I like him going to the go to the Vikings. You know, the Vikings are beefing up their, their secondary. You know, they have uh, Patrick Peterson back. Um, they have some good guys there. That's lethal. Those two. Yeah, in, those two. Ooh. I mean, they can. Yeah. The, I think they'd be able to cover the the receivers the Packers have. Believe it or not. So, um, <laughs> I think you and I we could probably the could. The One of us. Yeah, now. we could. We could do something with that. But I like Derek Stingley right. going there too. Those are two really good value picks right there. You know, two guys that could have gone top five if their seasons went a little bit better, especially Stingley. Um, so we'll see. But I like I like that there for the for the Vikings too. And I've heard a lot of things about the Vikings maybe trading back with the Chiefs. So. Again, didn't do any trades this draft. Uh, just wanted to go straight off the picks. Um, but, yeah, we shall see. Okay, so for the Texans, I have them picking um, Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Um, solid offensive tackle. Um, you know, helps solidify that line, too. You got to protect David Mills. Um, and I feel like they will eventually just trade Larry Tunzel and just – you know, realized that that was a massive mistake that they made. Shout out Bill O'Brien um, and move on uh, from him here eventually. But again, Charles Cross, even if you put him at the right tackle, that helps him immensely. You know what I mean? These young quarterbacks, you got to protect them. You got to protect them. It's a great building yeah. block for the future too. Cause you know, these guys, the, the O lineman can stick around for, for quite some time. And mm-hmm. there's projections that he may end up being better than, um, Neil Anaquanu in the long run, mm-hmm. obviously right now. Yeah, at thirteen, he's probably he, the third third guy on that on that list. It's it's, so. it's hard to no, beat I, that. Um, so it's another great pick. So at fourteen, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, this could have gone a lot of different ways, and when it, when it came down to it, I don't have full faith that Ronnie Stanley is going to be healthy, and he's their left tackle. So I have them picking Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. Um, a guy who shot up a lot of draft boards, just a big monster of a man who's going to get in the old line. You know, he's you play right tackle, play left tackle. I think he pretty much play anywhere on the old line. I think it's a good insurance policy. Um, you uh, you can't afford not to have a solid left tackle. Um, obviously, they traded Orlando Brown Jr. to us last year, so they lost some depth. Um, and I just think it's a good value pick for him. And it's just like you really can't go wrong picking an offensive lineman that that's, that's got the type of talent that Trevor Penning's got. Um, and I think, like I said, he helps solidify that O line and gives you some insurance in case Ronnie Staley isn't, isn't back to being healthy. And let's say Ronnie Staley's back to being healthy and Trevor Penning balls out. Maybe you trade Ronnie Staley cause he's gets too expensive. Who knows? But I think it's a good, good depth pick piece to have. And I don't think you can go wrong. Um, so at 15, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I'm going to ho- hopefully say this right. Chris Olave, right? I said it right? Olave? Or no? Olivia? 
No, you I did say it. It. okay. Did I did get, get it. it. No, I was messing I with did. you for a minute. Yeah, no Olivier, and what did Austin call them? Ola, Olaf, Olaf, Olaf. Yeah. Chris Olav. Um, so Olave. You know, no, you, they, you got uh, it. The the Eagles still need weapons. Um, you, uh, you, this is all in on Jalen Hurts this year. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously they picked the first round. They picked the receiver in the first round last year, Devontae Smith. But uh, you get another. I feel like they pick a receiver every year yeah, in the first round. That's, that's what annoys me is they won't leave any for the – well, they do leave plenty for the rest of us because mm-hmm. they don't draft them. Devontae Smith's the only yep. one they've hit on in yep. the last five mm-hmm. seasons. Yep. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens there. But, you know, that's – him and Smith would be would be pretty pretty dang pretty dang good together. No, I like it. It's, they're, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Like not the biggest guys on the field, but very smooth, very fast, great route mm-hmm. running. Yeah. On on ops, X and a, X and a Z over there, those two are that's, that's dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. And you know, they're I think they're trying to give Jalen Hurts every opportunity to to be successful. In all honesty, um, not many excuses if you have those two healthy. So on the field, I think so. sixteen, the the Saints are going to be a little upset that there's not really like a solid O line there. I think they were hopefully like Trevor Penning or Charles Cross would drop to them so they could you know because Armstead left. But uh, I have them picking Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. Um, another solid piece to put 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 in that backfield. The tech or the Saints have an absolutely great defense. More pieces in the secondary will only help that. Um, and you know the AFC or the, excuse me, the NFC South is a is a is a war, man. You know, with the you got the you got the Southern Patriots and 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 the and the Buccaneers. Um, you know, yeah, you got we I got Mike Evans. You got to cover. I mean, you got you got a lot of good guys down there in NFC South. So I think getting another solid D back in New Orleans would be huge. Um, and then this pick, this 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 was painful. So we have be gentle, be gentle with me because this one makes me this extremely is the Chargers, nervous. and I have them picking somebody who dropped is uh, Drake London, uh, wide receiver, USC. He stays in. Come he stays on. in Southern. Don't do that. Why would you do that to us? I, I just uh, this this was coach. Not this is coach. The Chiefs fan did not make this. Did not make this pick. So I have them picking Drake London, uh, wide receiver UFC. Oh, God. Pair him with Mike Williams. You pair him with Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. It's yeah. So I, I hope this doesn't happen. But that's kind of like where I, I didn't see him falling past the Chargers. I just didn't. Um, that's do him and Keenan Allen. Disgusting. That's, that's it's disgusting. Just ridiculous. It's disgusting. There's not a corner. Oh, it's not. It's God, disgusting. Okay. And with Justin Herbert, yeah, not. It's no. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. At least I know you're. At least I know you're being. I'm trying to be objective. You're not yep. fanboying anything. Um, just make the AFC West that much more insane. Yes. Yeah. So the Eagles taking advantage of uh, their second first round pick. I have them picking Devin Lloyd. Linebacker out of Utah. You know, Devin Lloyd's kind of been all over the place. I think he could be Mika Parsons-esque, honestly. I think people are sleeping on him, and I think he's going to be a stud. Goes to Philadelphia. Um, he kind of fits their personality. He just gets down, and he, he works, man. He works, and uh, he's a grinder. I think he'll do great in Philadelphia. Um, you know. That's an amazing first round yeah, for if that ends up happening. A, a lot. A the, best, the best linebacker. <laughs> and and – Oh. And, and one of the top receivers. Olave. Yes. Um, so we uh we'll we'll see. But I mean, I I I like the pick and I think he makes a difference there in Philadelphia. Um so I'm gonna butcher this. So the Saints go defense again, uh, and they get George 
Karlofitis. 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 He's, he's got a Greek name, but um, I have him going to the Saints. Uh, again, they they re-up their uh, the Purdue, Purdue edge, edge rusher. And, yep. Yeah. Um, they obviously, you know, Cam Jordan, him and Cam Jordan together would be nasty. Um, so, again, the Saints have a top, top five, top ten defense. He just improves it, gets more depth, rotate pieces out. I like that pick there a lot for them. Um, now, t- makes you wonder what they're going to do for a receiver, though. That's that's what I'm curious about because they they do they need do one. need one. I I agree. Um, I, again, like I, I could see them maybe going Drake London there instead of you know if you could flip Trent McDuffie, Drake London, or Trent McDuffie falls a little bit. Um, but uh, I mean they got Callaway, they got Michael Thomas coming back. Uh, you know I, I think their identity is going to be a lot of defense just because they're not super sold on Jameis Winston as their quarterback. So. Who knows? That's the thing about these these mocks, man. We we just we just have no idea. We got no idea. Um, so at pick twenty, we finally have a quarterback get off the board. Okay, uh, this has been like the longest it's been in the last god knows since freaking uh, what draft was that? Um, EJ Manuel was drafted, uh, which was like ten plus years ago, and he I think he lasted into like twenty one or something like that. So I have the uh, Steelers picking Malik Willis. Um, I like that one. That's that's the only one I like though, as far as quarterbacks yeah. go. I like that a lot. It's just one of those things that that fits. It's kind of like Aiden Hutchinson if you were able to go to the Lions. It just yeah. fits. He he he. It's now this one can yeah, he happen. Can sit now. behind Trubisky for a year and 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 I'm not necessarily learn from Trubisky, but learn learn the Steeler way and then come out shooting next year. Um as as their number one guy. So I like Malik Wells going to the Steelers. I think a lot of Steelers fans would love that. Um, you know, they got they got what's his face last year. Um God, why am I blanking on his name? Um the running back. Najee Harris. Uh, Najee Harris. Um, love great that pick. pick. You know, our year rookie of the year pick. Um and you know it was a study Malik Willis, Najee Harris, that's a damn good future. There it's a damn good future. Um, unfortunately they'll, they'll be missing the TikTok extraordinaire, um, Juju Smith Schuster, but you know, they can, don't worry. He's got his phone charged in Kansas city as we yes, speak. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. So at 21, I have the, uh, <clears throat> Patriots, um, getting their JC Jackson replacement and picking on Andrew Booth jr. From Clemson. Uh, you know, I see a lot of mocks kind of have him in this 20 to 30 range. I think he'd be good in new England. You know, they, they, New England does a good job of turning out cornerbacks that, that are good. Um, I think he's the next one, unfortunately. So he'll, he'll leave in six years or whatever his first round is. That's what the Patriots do. They just <clears throat> reload. Um, at 22, I have the uh, Packers picking a, something that I, I think Austin will love a lot. Traylon Burks. Um, oh, and then I'll be envious of. Well, the, to a degree. The, like the yes. X factor, right? He's just kind of a – excuse me. Um, he can kind of do anything. And, like, he's just been uh, – I guess compared to A.J. Brown, uh, I think just a stud. And I think the, the fact that people – like put so much into his combine just is a little bit crazy. He's, he's more than those numbers and he watches film and he's a stud like we talked about in our episode just two days ago. So, um, 
like that a lot. I think Austin will like that a lot too. Um, now the Cardinals, what do the Cardinals do? You know, the Cardinals are pretty set on offense. You know, they have, they have good, they have good receivers. They have AJ Brown or not AJ Brown. They have AJ green. They have, um, Hopkins, you know, they got Connor running back. They got a pretty solid line on both ends. I haven't, but they lost Christian Kirk. Oh my oh, God. Yes. The best the, receiver they've yeah, ever had. Shit, the dude who fucked everybody over. Um, so I have him picking K- Kahir Elam from Florida. Gets him another good cornerback. Um, well, that must have been hard for you. Yeah, yeah. That's a guy that I I would I would have liked for the Chiefs. But Kahir Elam goes to the NFC West, which is loaded with wide receivers. I mean, you got Cup, you got Robinson, you got DK Metcalf. I mean, you got a lot of great receivers in, in, in the NFC in the NFC West. Um, so you need to have cornerbacks that can that can they can put these guys in coverage and and, and try and make a difference. So uh, I have Elam going to the. Cardinals, um, Cowboys. What are we going to do about the Cowboys, huh? The Dallas Cap. I feel like they are going to do something crazy. So I'm, I'm, let's hear what you so, say. So you know what, man? I, I just picked this. I was like, this is just a cowboy move. I, I this is my one pick. I was like, yeah, this probably won't happen, but I'm just going to say it anyways. Zion Johnson, guard from Boston College. Um, huh. You know, their offensive line is starting to get older. You know. Um, so getting a young guy in there, uh, like Zion and they're getting expensive too. So getting another replacement, whether he plays a lot this year, I don't know, but I think he can add depth and value for the future. Uh, cause you know, the Cowboys always have some sort of cap issues. So who knows? Um, they've drafted pretty they, well they over the they, last, they really at least in, um, yeah. did you see that whole, um, so who, thing that like, uh, when he threw yeah, his son yeah. under the bus, like, oh, he picked Taco Charles and I picked Mika Parsons. I was like, shut the fuck up. Man. Well, anyone would one anyone would have picked yeah. Mika, and yeah, Taco Taco was a bus, but I, I can't say that I saw no, that coming. No, no, either, no, you know? no. So this is kind of one of my surprise picks of this draft so far. Um, I have Brees Hall, Iowa State, going to the Bills. Um, really, I, yes, you know the Bills are. Are a scary good team. They are. Their their issue has really been like running back, and Brees Hall is by far the best running back in my opinion in this draft. Um, I actually really like they, that. Now that I think about, because he, he can catch the ball in the out backfield. Uh, he can block. He can do it all. Um, I think him in Buffalo with the weapons they already got there is 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 dangerous. Uh, Josh Allen would love that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I actually love that pick now. I really hope that happens. I don't, but you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, they could tear each other apart in the in the East for a little bit until mm-hmm. uh, until they get to us. Yes, and then I have Nicobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia, going to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Mike is a Mike Vrabel guy. You know what I mean? He he's a hard hitting linebacker. Um, you know the uh, the Titans have Jar. Who is the they got? Um, from the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. That was uh you know what I'm talking about? Um oh um on the yeah, edge. On the edge. I keep, why am I blanking on his name? Jones? Oh my goodness. No. It's we'll we'll figure it out. You know, it, it we do this we do, clearly we're doing this podcast late, so we've we've had long days, so I apologize. But Nicobe Dean going to the going to the going to the Titans gives them another Bud, Bud Dupree. Dupree. Yep, nothing like Jones. So Bud Dupree, Nicobe Dean, get some athleticism in there. Um, the Titans quarterback is not going to lead them to the playoffs. Their defense might, though. So 
Uh, you get another good defensive position player there who, who can make a difference. Um, this is a great pick, I think, for the for the Buccaneers. Um, I have not picking Tyler Lindenbaum from the uh, Univer- Ooh, the yeah, University of Iowa. Uh, the the uh, the Buccaneers center, I believe, went to uh, not Kansas City. He went to, I think, he went to Cincinnati. He either went to Cincinnati or retired. One of the two. Um, you got to protect Brady. You got to protect the the prize possession. And uh, yeah, you put you get two Iowa guys on there, Lindenbaum and uh, tri- uh, what's his face? Um, their left tackle, Tristan um, Tristan Worfs, another Iowa guy. You know that's why you got to wrestle, boys. If you're on the offensive line, be a wrestler. Um, and then, uh, as you know from yes. experience. Um, and then at 28, I have a typical Green Bay pick. I have him picking Kenyon Green, offensive guard, Texas A&M. Obviously, the uh, the a need. Yeah, need a need for sure. As we know, the Packers do a great job of picking offensive linemen because they seem to always get injured. Um, and, you know, getting more depth and, and getting someone that can young that come on that line because you don't know what's going to happen with Bakhtiari or Jenkins or any of these guys. So I think offensive line is definitely a need, it, whether it's at pick 22 or pick 28. Okay. Um, now we finally come to the picks that I actually enjoyed doing. So at 29, oh my goodness, I here we go. Kansas City Chiefs picks, picking Jackson Hill, safety out of Michigan, would Love this. Him and Justin Reed together would be would be beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. A need, a need, and the second best yes. safety. Yep. Arguably. Yep. And then uh, at pick thirty, I have the, the the Chiefs getting one of the one of the wide receivers that I had had put out there and put out into the universe. Christian Watson, North Dakota State. Would love it. Big, tall guy who can run. The combine. The combine stud, stud and. Uh, Maybe Patrick Mahomes, one of his new best friends. Um, it'll really always be Travis Kelsey, but it, he might be able to get in the circle of trust. Um, you know, the Bengals, man, I really didn't know who to who to go with. Um, I went with the, the – I've seen a lot of OL mocks to them, which is hilarious because that's pretty much what they, they, they spent, spent the whole – Yeah, so I got them getting uh, Perron Winfrey, who's a defensive tackle out of Oklahoma. You know, uh, the AFC North is a battle – People, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of running the ball, a lot of, you know, it gets cold. So you're running the ball, just hard nosed football. You're right. You got Chubb, you got Hunt and Boston, Cleveland. He's a Brown. Um, that's where I got my bees from. You got Najee Harris in Pittsburgh and you have, you know, it's just, it's just a barn burner. So you got to have as much depth and, and, and size on the D line as you can. Um, and to end the draft, I have the Detroit Lions picking Kenny Pickett, quarterback Pittsburgh. Uh, do I think there's any chance that Kenny Pickett actually lasts at 32? Probably not. But you know what? <coughs> I'm going to put him there. And, uh, you know, the Lions, I think, would love that. I just don't. It just—it almost seems like a waste of a pick to me, just because I don't think he's going to be the answer, and I don't think that—I don't know—I just don't see him linking up with Dan Campbell. What he wants—I feel like he really is building this the right way, but I just don't know if that's—that's that's the guy. Guy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but I have seen that mocked well, and it, and it's the thirty-second. I would—I could possibly see them maybe trying to trade out of that um, and grab somebody else, but um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. I just don't. I just despise this quarterback class. Just so uninspiring mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I gotta I gotta do one shout out to uh, to a good buddy of mine. Um, uh, my buddy, I'll just he goes by Dylan. That's what I res- so I refer to him as. He is uh, love the dude. He's gonna hate me for doing this. He will laugh, but he looks like the baby dinosaur off the off the show Dinosaurs, not the mama. Ooh. Say not the mama. No, it's not ill. He it's 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 it, it. No, no, not ew. Ooh, ooh, like, ooh. Um, oh, not, like not the like, mama. Yeah, I, not I the mama. Did, Most people a, probably yeah, won't know who Sylvester. I think is his name. Um. So his trade was this. Um. He did one with the trade. He didn't know that that was like a thing that I wasn't doing. So he has the Giants sending Kadavi Kadavi Tony. However you say his first name. Kadarius. Thank you. Uh. And the and the fifth pick to the Chiefs for twenty nine thirty, uh, our sixty second pick, a seventh round pick, a round three pick, and a round four pick next year. Okay, and he has this picking Kavion Thibodeau. Would I love that to happen? Yeah, having Kavion Thibodeau there on the on the line with Chris Jones and Frank Clark for a year would be awesome. Uh, anything's possible, you know what I mean? It's going to be fun Thursday. You know, it's it, there's going to be um, it's going to be extremely interesting, dude. It's going to be there's going to I I can't I truly can't wait. Once again, who did you pick for, for New, New England? England? I, I think had I, Booth Jr. Okay, so you know who was so just my overall. So I didn't see Devontae Wyatt was left out of there completely, mm-hmm. right? The the deal from Georgia, and then I was actually shocked. So when Bernard Raymond, I think, has been put above. Um, I kind of thought you might have sent him for Tampa Bay over Linderbaum, but Linderbaum also has been going early. You left out Travis Jones, your boy from UConn. I, I was shocked. I, you know what? I, you've been you've been swinging for the you and uh, Dan Orlovsky have been swinging. Uh, you know, did, 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 did you see out my there. interaction with Dan Orlovsky about his his bagel thing? Did he? Did he respond? He did, everyone else was responding like, "Man, those are even the best bagels in West Hartford." I was like, "Have I been gone that long? Like, get the." Out of here, man! Like, no, they are, dude. They are hands down, and I, I have to argue with family members all the time. One of them even said Brugers the other day. I was like, well, get you out know, of they here. say Goldbergs, yeah. and that's just like or, that's like no, that's uh, like that's Elmwood. That's not that's, even West yeah, Hartford. Dude, that's just that's just yeah. it's like Connor Hall rivalry, man. Anyone from Connecticut knows exactly. Yeah, what about. yep. Yeah, I've tried to explain to my wife the whole Elmwood thing. She doesn't. She, she doesn't, doesn't get, get it. it no. she'll, the, she'll the, the real OGs know, man. The real OGs know. Um, yeah, but yeah, Travis yeah. Jones, you know, I, I, I think he's going to probably end up sneaking into the first round. I just, with the chiefs, I would have loved them in, in, in Kansas city, but with the fact that we could get Daxon Hill and Christian Watson, I felt like that was more of what we needed. Um, but again, Chris Jones is getting expensive. Travis Jones will replace him. Everyone can just get a 95 Jersey and have Jones on the back and it wouldn't be an issue, but <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But it is good to see that Travis Jones has gone from, you know, like a fifth round pick to probably a first or second round pick. So. And I noticed also George Pickens didn't make the cut. You know that I actually agree Mm -hmm. with that one. And even though it is in the very beginning. um, So I think Trayvon Walker would be like a nice surprise for everybody. And then also sauce Gardner going that early. Um, But I like that. You know that I've been, you know, high on him over Stingley really since we kind of started hashing mm-hmm. this out. I think he's just the complete package and there's, there's no concerns. He's good. And he's good in press. He's good in man. He's good in zone. Like you can put him in any system. Stingley. I keep seeing like, Oh my God, like, do you see this? 
stop showing me clips from 2019. Show me something from 2021 or yeah, 2020. Exactly. Okay. But you can't. But you really you, you don't have much show me besides a, an amazing mm-hmm. pro day, which I mean I'm not knocking him. That's a great recovery. He did awesome. But um, you know, obviously the you're our draft expert, so you constructed this as your baby. I think it's great. I can tell that you did it based on on value. You incorporated needs, but did but you also mainly went with best player available because there's really not many like the the order may be a little different from what everybody else has but the core of the 32 is there yeah yeah and i it's 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 a good draft for if you don't if you don't need a quarterback you know um and uh there's gonna be a lot of value dude there's a lot of value in this draft just throughout with wide receivers um and you know there's always those guys that that drop out of the first round that end up being the steals of the draft. And there will be plenty of steals in the, in the rounds behind, beyond first, you know, like George Pickens, it could be a steal in the second round. I think Sky Moore could be a steal in the second round. I think, you know, Travis Jones, if he falls, he's a steal in the second round. Um, you know, David Ajobo, I, you know, I think he still could be a first rounder, but if you grab that dude in the second round, that's great great value. value. It is. Yeah. The thing is, at the end of the draft, you almost pick David Ajobo in the end of the first, just so you can have that fifth year option on him. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it'll be interesting. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to this draft. I think it's going to be great. It's always fun. Um, you know, we'll have to see Mel Kuyper from his home studio, not there at the draft with uh, with his boy Todd McShay. But again, it, it, it it'll be weird, fun, yeah. and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And but before we go. Gold stamp, one player you think from the first round, without a doubt, will be a pro bowler. Hmm. Pick one, and then I'll give you one as well. I will go with the easy one would be to, you know, I'll go Kyle Hamilton, man. Um, I really think that that dude is going to be a, a stud. Um, and I think he's going to, he's, he just, he comes off like as such a good leader. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously being a good leader doesn't necessarily get you to pro bowl, but he's also skilled. Like I watched him, what game that I watched them play? Uh, was it, I think it was the Clemson game. This dude was just like all over the field, dude. Um, he's got great instincts. Um, like again, his speed running in shorts and a combine wasn't great, but, his 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 speed in the open field and the way he cuts and moves, he's a stud, man. He's a stud. So I'm gonna go. So uh, that that was actually my pick as well. Okay, boom. Great <laughs> minds think alike. But the, right, and so that was uh, you know the the two that I had uh, or when I thought of the question. But because of your your you know no one really is putting a running back in the first round, but the Brees Hall pick, um, whether he goes in the first round or not you creating that uh, that uh, selection for me, I'm going to go Brees Hall. Awesome. I'm going to say that he's going to be a stud on the Bills. They haven't had a great running back um, since what's-his-name left him. Uh, who was that? LaShawn mm-hmm. McCoy, uh, when he did his little tour over there. Um, so, yeah, I- I'm going to go Brees Hall. For some, I'm just in love with that that selection now. That, that pick is great. And it's a little bit higher than most have on him, but I think it's awesome. So, yeah, Brees Hall and, uh, and um, Kyle Hamilton, you guys heard it first on Brees So, Interesting enough, I believe the Bills were all in on Travis Etienne before the Jaguars. Oh, Etienne. Etienne. Yeah. So, yeah. Brees Hall just, 
he the dude if you watch i mean i don't i watch as much college football as i can right but like he is a stud dude and he played in the big 12 iowa state he he set all sorts of records as a freshman was consistent can catch the ball i mean him in buffalo is scary yeah i mean it's scary buffalo is good now you get a stud like him it's Something to keep your eye out, to keep, you know, keep your eyes out for because it, it could it could be a huge game changer. Huge. Exactly. All right, so that is it. We're finally going to hear this, dun, dun, dun. and uh, and then we're going to be back with some wrap up, uh, you know, some summary episodes once the draft's over. We'll see what we can do. Maybe a spaces on Twitter for you guys on Thursday night. We'll see how we're how we're feeling. It's going to be a long uh, long evening, but that's it. The draft is here. it is here, people. So that's it. We're signing off Thursday. Get ready. 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Eric's time. Darren Waller staying in Vegas. To Green Bay he goes. Not... (laughs) 